0: To day seventy two of shaped by the word season two the drama of scripture where we've selected uh, readings that take us through the entire biblical story in a chronological order as it's been revealed to us in scripture and so we've selected two hundred and sixty in a different readings through scripture and as we select two hundred and sixty short readings through scripture we are leaving so much out so we're going to skip over a few plagues we've and the uh, the initial plague of uh, the blood in the Nile and the frogs, and uh, we'll take ourselves toward the end of the plagues and how God in crescendo brings his people into rescue and leads them into the land of Egypt. Uh, as I selected writings, I, I always leave us with a cliffhanger on Friday. And so this Friday we're going to get on the other side of the Red Sea, but we're going to miss the song. Mm. So you'll get to wait you know, next week before we hear this wonderful song, first song of praise you know, from God's people in, um, in Scripture first moment of worship as God's new people for the nation of Israel. So we're going to skip over. I'm Paul Kemp, by the way, here with Matt Kresge and Katie Kresge and, and David Keefe. So we'll move past the plague of gnats and the plague of flies and the plague on the livestock and the plague of boils. All of that is a whole lot of fun, and That's we're just fun. going to kind of miss out on that, and we're going to go directly to the plague of hell. So we're going to find ourselves in the middle of uh, Exodus chapter 9. We'll pick up in verse... Uh, 13. but Before we read, as always, we offer ourselves in this moment uh, to the Lord, knowing that Scripture is a gift to us. Um, Paul said every bit of it is God-breathed, uh, that it uh, is useful to us for teaching and training in righteousness and for guiding us in every day so that we'd be fully equipped to be God's people. And we want to take advantage of the promise every time we encounter Scripture, that knowing that God, by His Spirit, has breathed it out and through his spirit uses us to build us up in Christ Jesus. So before we uh, pick up with the plagues, Matt, why don't you open us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray.
1: Father, we do thank you that you have revealed yourself to us through your word, that, that we may know that you are the Lord and, and the Lord who has accomplished our salvation in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you um, for, for this account and, and um, the revelation of, of your heart and your character and your power and your sovereignty. Uh, Father, would these realities uh, settle deep into our hearts um, today as we read and, and reflect? Father, would you give us wisdom, um, help us as we um, enter into this time, and draw near to you? Uh, Father, would you uh, draw near to us? Thank you that we um, we get to enjoy this relationship with you and one another. Uh, so, Father, would it be a fruitful time, and would you get glory from it? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Pick up in Exodus chapter 9, verse 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and confront Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so that they may worship me, or this time I will send the full force of my plagues against you and against your officials and your people, so that you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth. For by now I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with a plague that would have wiped you off the face of the earth. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. You still set yourself against my people and will not let them go. Therefore, at this time tomorrow, I will send the worst hailstorm that has ever fallen on Egypt from the day it was founded until now. Give an order now to bring your livestock and everything you have in the field to a place of shelter, because the hell will fall on every person and animal that has not been brought in and is still out in the field, and they will die. Those officials of Pharaoh who feared the word of the Lord hurried to bring their slaves and their livestock inside, but those who ignored the word of the Lord left their slaves and livestock in the field. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the sky, so the hell will fall all over Egypt." on people and animals and everything growing in the fields of Egypt. When Moses stretched out his staff toward the sky, the Lord sent thunder and hail, and lightning flashed down to the ground. So the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. Hail fell, and lightning flashed back and forth. It was the worst storm in all the land of Egypt since it had become a nation. Throughout Egypt, hail struck everything in the fields, both people and animals It beat down on everything growing in the fields and stripped every tree. The only place it did not hail was the land of Goshen, where the Israelites were. And then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he said to them, The Lord is in the right, and I and my people are in the wrong. Pray to the Lord, for we have had enough thunder and hell. I will let you go. You don't have to stay any longer. Moses replied, When I have gone out of the city, I will spread out my hands in prayer to the Lord. The thunder will stop, and there will be no more hell, so that you may know the earth is the Lord's. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. The flax and the barley were destroyed since the barley had hit, hit headed and the flax was in bloom. The wheat and spelt, however, were not destroyed because they would ripen later. Then Moses left Pharaoh and went out of the city. He spread out his hands toward the Lord. The thunder and hail stopped and the rain no longer poured down on the land. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunder had stopped, he sinned again. He and his officials hardened their hearts, so Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he would not let the Israelites go, just as the Lord had said through Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his officials, so that I may perform these signs of mine among them, you may tell your children and your grandchildren how I dealt harshly with the Egyptians, and how I performed my signs among them, and that you may know that I am the Lord." So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said to him, "This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says: How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, so that they may worship me. Refuse to let them go; I'll bring locusts into your country tomorrow. They will cover the face of the ground so that it cannot be seen. They will devour what little you have left after the hail, including every tree that is growing in your fields. They will fill your houses and those of all your officials and all the Egyptians." something neither your parents nor your ancestors have ever seen from the day they settled in this land until now. Then Moses turned and left Pharaoh. Pharaoh's officials said to him, how long will this man be a snare to us? Let the people go so that they may worship the Lord their God. Do you not yet realize that Egypt is ruined? Then Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. Go worship the Lord your God, he said, but tell me who will be going. Moses answered, We will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds, because we are to celebrate a festival to the Lord. Pharaoh said, The Lord be with you. If I let you go, along with your women and children, clearly you are bent on evil. No, have only the men go and worship the Lord, since that's what you've been asking for. Then Moses and Aaron were driven out of Pharaoh's presence. And the Lord said to Moses, "'Stretch out your hand over Egypt "'so that locusts swarm over the land "'and devour everything growing in the fields, "'everything left by the hell.' "'So Moses stretched out his staff over Egypt, "'and the Lord made an east wind blow across the land "'all that day and all that night. "'By morning the wind had brought the locusts. "'They invaded all of Egypt "'and settled down in every area of the country "'in great numbers. "'Never before had there been such a plague of locusts, "'nor will there ever be again. "'They covered all the ground until it was black. "'They devoured all that was left after the hell, everything growing in the fields and the fruit on the trees, nothing green remained on tree or plant in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God. Now forgive my sin once more and pray to the Lord your God to take this deadly plague away from me. Moses then left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord, and the Lord changed the wind to a very strong west wind, which caught up the locusts and carried them into the Red Sea. Not a locust was left anywhere in Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let the Israelites go. And mm-hmm. uh, you do see, uh, uh, you see some internal struggle in the land of Egypt as the officials mm-hmm. are looking at Pharaoh and said, Don't you realize we're already ruined? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have the land of the locusts coming. The picture must have been incredibly stark. Uh, you know, to see not one green thing in all the land of Egypt, even along into the banks of the Nile, mm-hmm. which is usually just fervent, you know, in, in, in greenery. And if you want to just see, you know, you've got to Google locust plagues. Uh, there's some pretty crazy videos out there in Africa right now, you know, where you just see these swarms of locusts. And then realize that n- never has there been one like this and never will there be again. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So all the earth is black with it, but it is a pretty amazing sight to see these swarms of, of locusts. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of in the same region mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. you know, this happened. Yeah.
2: I think it is an interesting um, thing that that Moses does when he um, r- writes this account is that he mentions in both of those that we just read, um, and, pro- and probably I haven't paid um, attention to the details of the other ones that we didn't read today, but... Um, that he talks about how there has never ever been anything like that, like the hailstorm in all since Egypt was founded, until now. And then he mentions that with the with the locusts as well. So he's showing that God is doing something that Egypt has never seen and never will again see. Which I thought that was an interesting thing that Moses did. I
1: love the way that um, the Lord says to Moses, you know, get up early in the morning, confront Pharaoh, and say, you know, I am the Lord. Um, This is what the Lord, the God of Hebrews says, and it keeps going, Um, you know, and I will send the full force of my plagues against you and your officials and your people will know that there is no one like me in all the earth. So so it's moved almost beyond the, you know, you'll just know that I'm the Lord to, in fact, you'll know there's no one else like me in all the earth. Mm -hmm. And then he even says the reason why you're such a prosperous nation is because I've raised you up, you know, and if I wanted to destroy you, I could, but I'm going to use you, you know, and, and I. think just considering that i mean how many times do i look at something and think it's prosperous or it's thriving because you know something that it did or and just miss the fact that like the lord may have purposes behind that you know or and he but he still remains sovereign over those things as well and um you know but i have raised you up for this very purpose that i might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth and one of the ways that's going to come is is through judgment,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and and of course you hear in there you you hear a subtle uh, you know allusion to the gospel, uh, because that's the very reason we have been raised up and we have been redeemed, mm-hmm. so that we might proclaim you know God's power in mm-hmm. all of the earth, and and the power is not you know again we talked about this yesterday you know, outward demonstration of incredible you know, signs that, you know, shake the world, but the internal demonstration of changed hearts and lives and a brand new mm-hmm. community by Christ. But our purpose, and of course the purpose of all humanity falls right there and of all creation falls right there, that God has created it in order to display his glory, that his name and his goodness and his mercy, you know, might be mm-hmm. proclaimed on all of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, I... I'm not sure whether Pharaoh was a morning person or not, but this had to get up very early in the morning. And that's just kind of the last thing I want to face. You know, the first thing in the morning is, Oh no, there's that Moses guy again.
1: I I just laugh at how much access Moses has to Pharaoh early in the morning. You know, he's out at the Nile. Just go see Pharaoh. It's like, I wouldn't just get to walk up on the president of the United States no early in the morning. absolutely
0: not and of course in Egypt this would not normally happen <laughs> either but there is you know kind of a sense of reverence you know toward Moses as these signs are being you know performed by God you know through him and, and obviously not anybody could just you yeah. know, approach him but you do have this sense of both you know with Pharaoh's daughter and with you know Pharaoh they're they're going to the Nile in the morning you know, not only to, you know, to, to probably bathe in the, in the Nile, but also it was probably to them a, a religious moment and more of a ritual mm-hmm. as well. So, as they're going to honor their gods, here is this guy confronting them on the road, you know, to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I dad just laughed about that. get up really early because <laughs> it's never more irritating to be confronted with your enemy than the first thing.
3: Yeah, or maybe Pharaoh's like, I'm going to get up really early so I don't have to see, so see <laughs> yeah, Hey, he guys. <laughs> but even in. You know, we've talked about before, but, you know, just seeing kind of the heart of, of God. And, and even in the judgment of of the hell that's about to fall down, there is mercy that he gives to the people, right? He, he even warns them it's going to happen this time tomorrow. So mm-hmm. give the order now to bring in the livestock, bring in the slaves, you know, like, let's get them safe. But even still, we see, you know, some officials do and some officials don't.
0: And, of course, the difference is what? The, the fear yeah, they had, uh, fear the
3: they feared the word of the Lord. Those
0: who feared yeah. the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And salvation has been provided to those who will hear, you know, the word of the Lord, and you do see this remarkable act of of grace, and it extends not only to the people, uh, but to uh, the you know, to the creation as well. Mm-hmm. So God's deep care not only, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for you know for humanity, which is the crown of His creation, but for every part of His creation, which will eventually. Uh, you know be restored
3: which even goes back to what matt's saying i mean we're, it, it's not just that egypt needs to learn about who god is but also the people of israel and one of his things about god is he has a heart for all the nations mm-hmm. you know his name going to all the nations which is obviously what paul is saying our call today um and so even god's even saying even though they may look like your enemy these egyptians still have a heart for those even outside of you know my people or, or whatever might want to call you know, it. So, grace to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of wild. Yeah. I can't
1: remember off the top of my head, but I mean, I think the last time we heard from Israel, they were ready for Moses to just go away. Right. That they were, they were saying, look what you've caused. You've caused more, you know, more oppression, more injustice. Our work is harder. We're just ready for you to go. And it, and and I don't think we've heard anything since then, really from Israel's perspective. You know, in terms of like them saying, oh, finally, yes, the Lord's acting. You know, it's in the, it's in the background we're seeing it, but it is that tension of, okay, we're watching on full display the Lord reveal himself. And I, I love um, in verse 17 of chapter 9, it says, you still set yourself against my people and will not let them go, that there's this identification, you know, that God identifies with his people and to set, you know, for Pharaoh to set his face against God's people is to set his face against God himself.
0: Yeah, no, the next time we hear, you know, the last time we heard from Israel, they were grumbling against the Lord, and the next time we hear from Israel, they'll be grumbling against the Lord. And throughout, uh, you know, our readings this year, we will hear Israel (laughs) grumbling against the Lord. And then you get to, you know, Paul in 1 Corinthians and uh, he will say, you know, these things were written down for, uh, you know, for as examples for us. And then immediately after that, he says, do not grumble <laughs> as, as they were caught grumbling. And this is, you know, our response a lot of times to God as he is moving sovereignly in our life is we experience minor inconveniences in comparison for the glory that is ahead of us. And we, we do tend to, you know, complain. And, and, and grumble and of course god is doing his best work and his greatest work and uh, we, ought to, we ought to we ought. we will see this in israel and we'll get frustrated with them but we also look internally and of course you know david as you were saying you know a while ago egypt needs to learn who god is israel needs to learn who god is and of course as we read his word uh, we too uh, need to learn who god is mm-hmm. katie why don't you close us in prayer sure
2: father would you help us do just that would you help us to learn more about who you are Um, thank you for your word that that you have chosen to reveal who you are to us um, through your word and that when we gaze upon the son that we um, get to see the father so thank you that you are a loving god thank you that you're a powerful god Um, would you continue to to show yourself to us it's in christ's name we pray amen